Hello everyone, welcome to another live stream. Um, so we're going to review a little bit of what we, we did. We're going to do some playing. And it's kind of have a little fun today. Okay, so let's do a little playing on uh, on that tune, Days of Wine and Roses. That's our um, standard tune here. Um, so let me just load all of this up. I think uh, I'm trying to get this more smooth and uh, seamless, but it's kind of taking a little time. All right, um, we'll start in here and uh, play a little bit on this tune in kind of a moderate tempo. Uh, Days of Wine and Roses.
So this week we've talked about uh, various uh, note combinations. Uh, we did quite a quite a, an extensive talk on that uh, a couple of days ago, um, and the concept of taking um, an octave and um, breaking it up. So how to put that um, you know into work? Let's say we're working on um, uh, Days of Wine and Roses here. And so let's say uh, we take the first chord, right? right? So you think about, okay, well, if I divide it up, get four notes out of it, you get the um, major seven. Um, and then how are you going to fill those other, other notes in? So I might start with the the most uh, obvious choice, which would be the major scale. Okay. So that's going to give you the most inside sound, right? Because we are in the key of F, so that gives you one flat. But you might explore other sounds too, so let's see. You know, maybe have a brighter sound. And there are different, you know, contexts that you can use uh, those for. So can go, can actually use both of those tones. So the sharp four might tend to point up to the fifth. The natural four might tend to fall, right? So you can create a line like that. So taking each one of the um, chord changes and working by uh, dividing the octave up and trying maybe different, experimenting with different things. Um, first with the most inside sound and then, and then just going further, maybe further away uh, from it. All right, let's get, um, let's see, hopefully everything's kind of working here. Uh, I'm doing an early morning one today. So, uh, um, probably prefer to do it in the evening, but I've got some things going on, but uh, this, is, this is good. Different feel, um, doing the uh, video and the podcast on the, in the morning. I kind of like it, but would probably prefer to be a little bit, a little bit more warmed up. Let's check it out here. So, all right. So we talked about that, um, F scale. What are the kind of cool scale? There's so many really cool kind of things. And, um, you know, oftentimes, uh, playing with the backing track um, uh, or just playing um, here online and stuff. Uh, I like to really stretch out and, and play some uh, some different sounds. Um, sometimes I listen back and think, wow, that's that was a little edgy or that, you know, but, uh, um, but anyhow, um, it's part of the challenge, you know. 
coming up with new things. Okay, so a lot of kind of cool scales. Um, so Lydian and um, Ionian. I'm just using those mode names as short shorthands for chord scales, so I'm not spelling everything out. But check this out. That's called Lydian augmented. Call correctly. So it's like just like Lydian, but um, instead of the five, I do a sharp five. So that's um, kind of a little edgier. Um, so there we're talking about seven notes, right? Um, how about this one? This one's kind of cool too. Um, kind of exotic sounding. So that's a Lydian sharp nine. So kind of a cool sound, but anyway, that's sort of the the spirit of the idea um, between be, behind. Um, dividing up the octave and um it, during um private lessons um i've i've found that um you know folks it's it's a it's hard to um find a like kind of a no, this is the right word but like a holistic view of of music theory um and improvisation um so you kind of kind of get these uh bits of things that are are really good um but but maybe out out of context um or or difficult to apply practically so that, that's kind of a lot of, of what i'm trying to do in, in my teaching and really in my own playing my own like self-teaching um is to um explore and and discover um you know the instrument um so that's kind of the spirit behind taking an octave up and just so that's something so simple right so take an octave divide it in different ways you know and you know, do the major triad you know find um other triads within that um but that's kind of the idea, trying to um, divide the octave up in various various ways. And, and that's how I made that program, um, the Fret Prince program, um, um, which is basically um, dividing up the octave in a lot of different ways and taking it from there. Um, I was going to load in a new song, but I, I kind of ran out of time. Um, so I'm going to review some of these tunes that we've been uh, working on. Um, so um, so another talk that we had um, was on uh, tonality. And uh, so one of the members here um, sent, sent me an email, um, you know, asking about how, um, you know, when I wrote out this leech sheet for um, Atrasta Porta, um, how I arrived at the key signature. And so we had a whole talk about tonality this week. Uh, 
just kind of relating uh, to that. And so let's play a little bit on uh, Trasta Porta. And uh, I'm going to turn off the uh, keyboard and kind of play along with it. Um, and maybe focus a little more on the chords. Um, so let's bring our tempo down a bit. And um, find our feel here. All right. Um, so I really wish this would count me in. Um, count in. I have count in selected and then it doesn't count it in. Um, but anyway, we'll work with it. So I might be just starting right on it. So I'm going to focus a little bit on the chords and the, um, a little improv on it. All right, I'm not sure what happened there. Let's try that again, see what happens here. Is not exactly what I was expecting. Oh, I think I know what I did. Okay. Okay, I think what I had what I have there is some brushes, so it just sounds really odd if I don't have brushes on. So apologize for the false start there. I think this should be good.
All right, so um, it's a really fun and rewarding thing to do uh, with with um, uh, this is to discover um, pluralities uh, between um, chords and um, how they kind of move from one to the next. And um, And so um, you can do this with arpeggios and scales. You know, when we think about how many notes there are, uh, we have just 12 notes. And um, we have these tonalities. Um, and so there's a lot of commonalities, a lot of different combinations that, that overlap. Um, and this is a, a great concept really for um, creating lines, maybe like smooth lines that um, kind of flow through the harmony. Um, and also for um, chord changes and things too. So let's pick a moment in there uh, where I think this might illustrate this a little bit. So we had this moment where I play um, G sharp, half diminished. Now the next chord is C sharp seven flat nine. Now there's a lot of commonality here. So really these three notes are gonna remain. Okay. And uh, and then this one note is dropping back, right? Um, and then we go on to um, C sharp minor seven flat five. So check this out. So this this top note can remain the same. These lower tones can kind of drift down. Okay. And then again we can go. To F sharp seven flat nine, they play. Right, so that's kind of cool, right? So, yeah. All right, so, um, and then you know when you get to a certain chord change, like okay, F sharp seven flat nine, and then we get it into G. But we hear that as as um, being quite different, right? So we get from this F sharp seven flat nine to G major nine, right? So that you know you could sort of um, kind of hear and see the patterns on the on the guitar neck that um, that show us that. Um, what our ear is already kind of hearing, kind of immediately, uh, we have it sort of illustrated on the on the guitar neck that oh, the sound is very different. And that's why you know as there's a striking shift in the sound. All right, so I'll play a little bit on that um, again. Um, 
And there's a, uh, another concept. I tell this story um, sometimes, and I can't really confirm that this is actually the case. But um, uh, one time I was I was listening um, to I think a live Matheny recording, and um, I wasn't watching. Uh, I was listening, but it was it was on a video, so like YouTube, and. Um, and I heard I heard this chord, right? And I, I said, well, that cannot be right. Um, and um, so I, I, I went back and I and I watched it. Um, and uh, he like plays this chord, this chord that I that I was observing. And then he kind of looks over at his left hand um, right at that moment, you know, upon hearing it. Um, and so it, that that sort of sent a message to me that okay maybe that was um, unintentional or not the chord that he was intending. But the lesson uh, learned from that is to kind of commit to whatever it is that you that you do. You know. Um, so I think there were at least two times in that um, um, last play along there where. I, I was um, where uh, I was uh, not particularly happy with the uh, chord voicing that I played and and did something that I was expecting something different. Um, but the kind of takeaway is to um, to kind of commit to it and um, I mean, when the time's appropriate to to um, stop the chord at appropriate time so it sounds like like okay, he's resting or, um, change to a different chord. Um, so we just always try to kind of prioritize that that time element of things. Um, all right, so I think I'll play through this um, again, and, and just if you want to uh, watch this, if you're if you're uh, watching the video version of this, um, maybe check out a little bit of. Um, of the commonalities and the chords as I as I move along, so I'm going to make an effort to kind of change the chords in a very smooth way, find kind of um, common tones where where possible. All right, here we go.
All right, so hopefully that kind of illustrates some of the things that you could try to do. And then you can say, well, am I going to go up? Am I going to go down? Um, and and just take notice too that the um, the overall tendency for the notes is for them to descend and go down. Okay, so we talked about dividing the octave this week. We talked about um, tonality uh, this week. Um, yesterday we talked about phrasings and all uh, the different options uh, for that and to keep interest, you know. And it's it's important to I think. I try to keep reminding our, ourselves, you know, to, to do certain things. So, um, you know, the process of internalizing um, some of these techniques and giving ourselves a reminder also just through um, um, playing and recording, getting feedback from maybe from others or getting feedback from ourselves on um on what, what we could change it's a difficult thing right because we're um we're creating something and um you know we want to uh have a, a you know personal maybe sound or a personal stamp on it and um um but um you know i think the process of of kind of um, uh, playing um, and thinking about the things we don't like, you know. Um, so that's one thing I, I've tried to do in my, my own playing and I continue to do is uh, listen back and um, identify those things that that I don't like about what's what's going on um, in the playing. So um, so let's play a little more and um, turn the loop on and play a little bit on solar and uh, think a little bit about some of those phrasing uh, things. So uh, accenting, maybe having. Um, rhythms in mind when we accenting and when we're accenting or certain um, uh, amounts of notes you know we talked about threes and fives and also just generally accenting on the end of the beat we talked about dynamics talked about not playing and playing right so let's do a little bit on this tune and uh, we'll check the Check the um, live stream for um, questions. Got here. All right. Let's do a little play here.
All right, yeah, so a couple of things. <clears throat> um, thinking about as we, um, as we see wrap up our talk for today. Um, so um, I think about um, tonality. So we, we talked about that at the, at the beginning of this week. And um, so when we're improvising, we want to think what's the overall scheme of the tune um, and just kind of think in key. And that can be really difficult um, I think on, um, on some jazz progressions um, because they do change and, and move around, right? So kind of keeping that tonic in mind, um, you know, trying to find, like we did with the, the chords, maybe common tones that, that might um, work throughout. So you could, you know, say pick a tone, um, let's say the fifth of, of a so maybe and see how that might fit into different chords right, so we play that same so far that tune is tone has worked it on through throughout the whole thing okay now we get into an issue because that that tone is is not um, and there we have this flat. Okay, so you play a half step or a whole step above if you want to fit the sound, right? Okay. And then maybe cut kind of again. Uh, let's see. Let's do. Let's keep it on this one. So that again, that would be kind of a sus sound that might not work. Um, we maybe go back to the four, right? Because if we have. Um, Maybe a sharp eleven on the uh, on that D flat, and then you can kind of go back to G. So there's really just kind of a moment there where you might change that one note. So maybe we'll go through and play around with that a little bit, see how that how that works. So we'll see how that might work. So we'll listen for that one tone. So I'll play uh, through with that and maybe expand on it as we go. So you hear that we get a little bit of that that tone, and then there's a moment there where it it, it kind of uh, changes and moves. So um, all right, let's see if there's anything else um, cover today. Um, 
So any blues progressions, a really good place to practice that concept um, as well. Although blues for Alice is a little, a little tough because um, we have so many changes in that tune. Um, maybe we'll play a little bit on that one as well. All right, and then, well, maybe we'll take it kind of up and then just think about the challenges of, of that and maybe kind of like maybe playing less and uh, um, working on the changes as they kind of go through, and that's, that's kind of a challenge. You know. Thanks so much for uh, checking this out. Thanks for supporting the channel. Hope you enjoyed it. If you're checking this out on the podcast, um, visit um, youtube.com forward slash fretprints to see the video edition available to members. And um, you can also keep up to date with everything. This applies to uh, members as well. Um, on my website, fretprints.com, which... Um, uh, we'll display all the all the videos, all the recent videos anyway. Um, all right, thanks again. Have a great uh, day. Enjoy your practice sessions. And uh, I will uh, see you all 
in the next one.